Hey, what's going on, everybody? UWO Podcast. The hottest podcast on the internet, because, damn it, again, we said it is. Anyway, I'm Kyle Chapman. I'm here with Brian Lopes. What's good, everyone? And the man who holds the shovel himself, Eddie Ortiz. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? All right, man. Uh, we're going to start off on um, Monday night. Monday Night Raw, which uh, is pretty fucking boring. <laughs> and then Say out of nowhere, again. greatness. And uh, Eddie? Yeah, well, uh, what can I say, though? It was two hours and 50 minutes of talking, 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 a little bit of wrestling, talking, 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 a little bit of wrestling, and then more talking. <laughs> like it was a really bad raw. You got uh Bobby Lashley bending over in front of the crowd. Oh. That's that's an image that's burned into my memory forever. Thank you, Lashley, for that one. You know. I do have to get up for Elias though, calling child services on him. That shit was fucking hilarious. That Yo, was... He grabbed the phone and said, Hello, child protective services. I fell off the fucking bed laughing. <laughs> Bill, and then we got to the last 10 minutes where the man, the GOAT, Becky Lynch, owned Raw. Yeah. <laughs> she owned the shit out of Raw. Like, I'm usually not a fan of, the, you know, the women closing out. You know, the shows, but holy fuck, if Becky gonna do it like that, she can close out every fucking show for all I care. <laughs> yeah, Brian, what about you, man? How you feel about it? I totally agree with Eddie. Uh, the show was boring as hell. There was nothing to it. There was no substance, aside from the last 10 minutes of the show where Becky came in and saved the entire show. There was literally zero to talk about on Monday Night Raw. Um like you said, Bobby Lashley's ass. I will never get that image out of my head. I can never look at that man the same again. And Why I never want to look at that man again. Getting back to Bobby I feel like I should be filing charges against him for some sort of sexual harassment or something. Yeah. Is a, he's a military vet, and he just literally bent over and told the world, like, there. Like, here it is. Can't unsee <laughs> <laughs> it's like people <laughs> we complain about some of the stuff that he does but we're not complaining about that yeah like what the fuck man oh but yeah it, it, it was nothing to the show aside from Becky Lynch coming in and tearing the house down the Smackdown women did a really good job with their beatdown. the Raw women I we're gonna get into that in a second some uh, of the yeah. women did a good job with their beatdown. Hey, Lana, Lana said um, elbows, punches, uh, um, whatever. Yeah. They, oh, greatness. Oh, that was, that was pure meme gold. But like <laughs> I said, at least she didn't break Diana Brooks' nose. Yeah, yeah. They should, you know, unlike some people, <laughs> Naya. <laughs> hey. Oh. You know, we got yeah, to see, I, I, we got to see the raw, the raw tag so team division get in Paris. Oh, Brie Bell is probably doing backflips right now saying, yeah, not me. <laughs> that was the only person happy about that situation. She's like, it eh, wasn't me. 
But, uh, yeah, even so, even in, in that box, though, I mean, Becky Lynch right now is absolutely printing money. You know what I mean? Even in that box, she managed to get on TMZ and other news media outlets because she uh, she basically called uh, Ronda Rousey weak because she took the shot and showed up the next night ready for more, and Ronda Rousey's depression. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, that, and that's something that's making like national headlines. I mean, this, this woman is literally money right now. That one, co- that one comment, body bags, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, um, that match has officially been removed from the B show of this weekend. That's right, I said the B show of this weekend. But anyway, <laughs> it's been uh, removed. <laughs> And replace hand picked by uh, the man is going to be the real man's daughter versus uh, versus Ronda Rousey, which I mean I'm not really expecting too much from. Hopefully they shock me like they did on Evolution. Um, but well, yeah, technically, technically speaking, if you break down the the SmackDown Women's Division, there was really two choices. Her Oscar, I thought she was gonna pick Oscar. That would have been so much. Oh, that would have been better choice. If Oscar was as hot as she was, then yeah, that would have been a good choice. But she's like so falling off now that really it was really Charlotte. Like who else could she pick? You hey, know, for a that second wasn't there, really much. Gonna of be the, I thought it was gonna be the Iconics for a second there. <laughs> if it had been Iconics. WWE needs to pay us to watch SummerSlam. <laughs> we need to get paid. <laughs> Fucking iconic versus. Oh God, I just had a nightmare. Iconic Even two on one. I said, "Even two on one, they'd still be underdogs." <laughs> but oh, yeah, well, you know, Naya, Naya ruined. I have to say, though, after the promos and after the whole Raw invasion, I was legitimately hyped for the Ronda Rousey-Becky Lynch match. Yeah. I was legit like, yes, I want to see this match now. And then Nia went and fucked it all up for everybody. I mean, and and then you see her tweet and she says, basically, you know, we're not mailmen. You know what I mean? This stuff does happen with a picture of her uh, fist. Yeah, with her fist. All bruised up, so you could clearly see that she hit her legitly hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I mean, in a way, accidents do happen. You know what I mean? Like if it's something like a freak accident, let's just say, uh, I would say Seth Rollins breaking John Cena's nose, but Seth Rollins put a couple of other people on the shelf as well. Uh, <laughs> I can't really think of too many people who don't habitually hurt people uh, that I can compare that to. Free mode, botch mode, botch mode. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, man, we're quickly we're quickly going into the botch era because this has been a lot of botches in WWE lately. Like they usually they usually more crisp and and worked out and planned out and everything. Yeah, lately, they've been they've been running like indie shows. And yeah, what I do like though is the um the speculation that. Because it's being pulled from Survivor Series, and Eddie, like you said, everybody was looking forward to seeing this match. 
Um, that match could have possibly closed out uh, Survivor Series. But anyway. From those, from the rumors, the rumors I heard, they were supposed to main event. Yeah. Looking like they are going to main event WrestleMania with this match now. Honestly, I mean, I don't know about if they keep the fire going and they keep the and they and they keep cutting these promos and and they keep the shit the storyline going, they can only get better. Like, like Becky's. Yeah. <laughs> I I man, if, if I'm WWE, I jump on Becky's back and ride that bitch until, until her legs fall off. And you know, it was crazy is even Vince couldn't cool off Becky Lynch because he tried. You know what I mean? When she first had the turn, well, quote unquote, and uh, heel turn, or as. My man Eddie puts it the gray area. He he tried to have a you know insult the crowd, get the cheap heat. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. Nope. Not at all. She is becoming the stone cold of the women's division in this generation. Yeah. Yes, and it's all off of the magic of one final rant by Eddie Ortiz. (laughs) The gray. Yes. WWE, you you sneaky motherfuckers. We know you're listening. (laughs) We know you're listening. I'm on to you guys. You're listening to us. You're taking advice from us, man. We broke. We could be on the payroll. I'll take some money. Payroll. Sign us a cup of cheese. You know what I mean? Hey, you know? (laughs) Doesn't have to be a big check. Shit. I probably wouldn't even cash. I'd just be happy to get a check that says from the WDE. (laughs) (laughs) Lifelong dream accomplished. Yeah. Bucket list. (laughs) Check. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and switch over, over to the A show, which, to, in my opinion, <coughs> WWE's can have Monday and Tuesday. That's the minor league to me. <laughs> when Wednesdays come up, you know what happens. It's NXT and 205 Live. And boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, is War Games shaping out to be a classic. Uh, and uh, let's just let's just let's let's just start with uh, let's just let's start with the two out of three falls match. Who you got, Eddie? Two out of three falls. Well, originally I would originally I was gonna go with Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Because I figured it'd be time for the Shayna Blazer call up, but now I'm kind of pumping my brakes. I think Shayna might be sticking around down there to at least after the Rumble. Okay. So, from what I've been reading and, you know, stuff like that and searching around the internet, you know, rumor has it she's going to stick around to the Rumble and everything. So, I'm going with Shayna Blazer. She, right now, her and Kyrie are the two hottest things down in the women's division NXT. You know, yeah. they have, they ha- they do have a lot more girls down there that they just haven't, you know, been showcasing yet. But right now, those two are the top and... You know, Shayna Baszler, two out of three falls. I expect a good match. I expect her to win. You know, she probably it's probably going to be one of those situations where it's one out. It's you know, each one gets a victory. You know, Kyrie I, gets a victory out of a fluke or something like that. But the way the story's been going with Shayna Baszler and how she's, you know, not taking her lightly this time and she's focused this time. Yeah, I'm going with Shayna Baszler on this one. All right, just before we get over to Brian, if he agrees or disagrees. I also do like Bianca Belair on NXT Women. But uh, anyway, uh, Brian, who you got? (laughs) I love the fact you just mentioned Bianca Belair because the person that I'm picking to win this match, I hope to God 
her next feud is Bianca Belair. And that person, like Eddie, I have to go with Shayna Baszler. Uh, Kyrie's really good and all, but I think the the pirate gimmick can only last for so long down in NXT. And NXT is a place where, you know, you got to be a good wrestler as well as have a good character. And Shayna Baszler has been playing the bully heel role down there to a T. And she's been killing it down there. And there's a lot of girls, like even Lacey Evans. Like, I'm not a big fan of Lacey Evans, but there's a good little crop of girls down there that she could have some great matches with, including Tony Storm, who did win, even though I know she's back in NXT UK. Tony Storm and her would be a great match. Um, her and uh, Bianca Belair would be a great match. Hell, even the rematch where her and Dakota Kai would be interesting. Dakota yeah. Kai coming back to the UK, getting a little toughness to her. That would be a good little rematch, too. So, yeah, I think, honestly, the way to go is to keep it on Shayna Baszler right now. Okay. Okay. All right. And then we can go right on to the actual namesake of the pay-per-view, not being the War Games, which uh, they did put together a quite a little uh, nice little four-man roster to go against this undisputed era. Um, let's start off with you, B. You got Mr. Dunn, Mr. Ricochet, and the Misters of the Warriors. So you got the Undisputed Era. Man, it, that's another tough pick, too. I honestly want to go with Undisputed Era again. Because just imagine, with War Games being what it means to us as wrestling fans, and Triple H actually doing it right, I think it would be great for the Undisputed Era to say they're the only group of men to go back-to-back at War Games and remain undefeated. And who knows, in the, fu- in the future, War Games could be brought up to the main roster. I mean, God forbid, we don't know how they're going to present it to us or who's going to be involved in it. But to have a group like Undisputed Era get called up and they are the ones to debut War Games, saying we debuted, I mean, uh, we took War Games and we won it back-to-back. Now on the main roster, you can put any four guys together and we'll prove to you that we're undisputed. It would be amazing. So I have to go with Undisputed Era on this one. All right. Easy E. Well, I'm going the other way. I was go- mm. I was originally going Undisputed Era, but they won last year. And I don't think WD is going to keep it because, you know, unless they're planning on keeping Undisputed Era down there for another year, which I don't see happening, not, not for a full year. I see these guys coming up. Uh, at least after Mania, like the, the, especially on Raw, the roster is so depleted on Raw that if they don't get called up after Mania, then something's something's up. Yeah, so I'm actually going with the War Raiders, Ricochet and Pete Dunne because of the fact that you know they they'll still be down there come next War Games. You know, I don't see they're ever down there next War Games. So. They want to keep it going, have be the you know the War Raiders team up with two other guys to take on four guys in there next year, keep that going. But I'm going with the other. I'm going the other way at this one. War Raiders, Ricochet, and Pete Dunn. Just because of the fact that I just feel that we're getting to that point where it's almost time for Undisputed Era to come up and, for God's sakes, help out Monday Night Raw or something. Yeah, I mean, Monday Night Raw was definitely the week of the the, the shows this week. I mean, it was a big. The major title change happened on SmackDown, so we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. But we have a tie here, damn it. Somebody has to decide where the UWO is going with that match. 
And it ain't gonna be me. I, I can't call it. I, <laughs> in a way, I want to see. I want to see undisputed era remain undefeated in that, as Brian said. You know what I mean. But on the other hand, you got uh, you got two of my top five in NXT. Love Pete Dunne. Love Ricochet. Uh, and the War Raiders have been they've been working their ass off down there. You know what I mean. Um, you know what, you know what, you know what, you know what, I'm not calling it, damn it. You can't make me. <laughs> Just look at this. None of us are losers because no matter what, the match is going to be great. I can call it now. It's going to be a great match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, go- it's going to be some sick, sick spots on that match. Oh, man. Oh, the things that Ricochet could do in the Oh, I'll tell you right now, my X factor in that match is going to be Hanson. That guy is going to pull something off or do something so crazy, and his big ass should not be doing. Like, I think Hanson's going to steal the show. Oh, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what Ricochet can create with, with in, inside of that war game, though, so, man. That's that's maybe a hopping from one ring to the other. I, I, it's going to be nuts, man. Man, we're going to see this man fly from one ring to the other. He needs to tightrope the top of the cage from one side to the other. I need something crazy like that. Man, we're going to get coast to far coast. That man is able to jump that far. <laughs> Fuck coast to coast. This man might go from one one ring corner to the next ring corner. <laughs> That's continent to continent. Continent to continent. That's what we got. Yeah. All right. And I think this one's actually going to be 1A of the night. Um, the reason I'm saying that is because I can't expect the magic us. Uh, Alistair Black and Johnny Gorgano. Uh, Eddie. Ooh. Ooh. To flip the quarter, bro. Flip the quarter. Oh, <laughs> man. That's definitely a flip of a quarter there. Like, uh, I got to go with Gorgano. Why? Hmm. Because, because of the way his character is going right now. Now, would it be a clean victory? I don't know. No. I see Corgano using some sort of underhanded thing. Roll, you know, holds the tights, you know, cheap trick or something, whatever. Whatever it may be. But the way his character's been going and the way they've been slowly just, like, developing Gorgano, I don't see him taking another loss. He's taken many losses already at takeovers throughout his career. I think he needs this one takeover one to just finally – you know, just oh, into the stratosphere. You know, mm. it's like, and Alistair Black and Alistair Black can actually handle that kind of a loss and that kind of a, an event. So, would that be his first loss? Is it? Would it be his? Fr- that would be his first loss, bro. He hasn't lost yet. Well, first he lost singles. It. First singles loss. That'd be his first singles loss. Hmm. But, yeah, I got to go with Gargano on this one. I just feel that his character and build and everything, he needs it more. He needs to come out of this with the victory more. Whether, whether it be a clean victory or not, I, I feel he needs it more. Oh, if him and, if him and Champa get back together. Oh. Yeah. Man. Brian? Oh. If they do oh. it, he'll DIY, not on, like, USA – uh, not on the on not your televised shows is like a criminal offense. Mm. Like that should be given away to the crowd. That should 
That should be the you saying we're so sorry for the bullshit we give you. Mm. Oh. Just thinking about the the things those two can do on social media teamed up together. <laughs> yeah, I think Tampa's actually I think he's set the standard for Twitter trolls. Oh man, oh, he's, tra- he's doing the training. <laughs> he's 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 running the class. They're coming in it's like Mr. Chapa, we're here for training. Social media trolling 101. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. And then we have Brian. Uh, let's see. I, I so want to be wrong with my prediction. But I see something is going to happen after Survivor Series. And I think there's going to be call-ups for some reason. And I really, really want to be wrong about this, but I'm going to go with Alistair Black to win. I feel like Gargano is going to get called up. As much as I think, honestly, I think Alistair Black should be called up as just a filler beforehand. Raw is in desperate need of something big. And as much as I think Alistair Black would be a great pickup, I think Gargano going up to Monday Night Raw with some help, I will get to that shortly. It it's it, WWE Vince Vince is too busy with a hard on for some new guys to come up to play with and well, bury. So I have to go with Alistair Black to win and Gargano getting called up. That's the thing. Do we want Gargano to go to Raw? No, I don't. I don't whatsoever. No, that's not at all. But I Vince needs bodies. He needs hit, bodies right now. Bodies, but he he just like. He, he has a tattoo on his back that just says SmackDown. That's pretty much how I see it. Like, he is just like the poster mark to be the new face of SmackDown. Oh, 100% agree. 100% agree. Like, the Undisputed Era fits more into the Raw thing because they're more, they're, they're willing to do more of the comedic stuff. They're, they're, they can actually make you laugh with some of the shit they do. So, oh. But, yeah, continue. All right. And now, the final match announced. Um, should we say spoiler free? Final match announced. But yes. anyway, uh, final match announced is is uh, how, how 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 does he put it exactly? It's uh, it's uh, illumination. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna have to call. We're gonna have to call Victor Moyu on that one. Yeah. <laughs> He has his Velveteen dream down to a fucking T. I can see him right now in front of his mirror just practicing. <laughs> with the shades on, with the shades on. Shout oh, out yeah. to Victor. <laughs> Shout out in the Codex Prime podcast. And if you guys don't know, next week we will actually be doing the, uh, our podcast to cover this weekend's festivities together. Make sure you do not miss that one. It's going to be a great one. But anyway, um, Eddie. You've oh. got the dream, or do you got the champ? As much as I would like to say the dream, Champa wins. Yeah. The Champa re- retains the title. It's one, it's just way, he, he, way too early. What's his, his, like, his first title defense? Second. No, he's had a couple. Yeah, this second. Is sec- well, his second televised one. Has he done any on. Uh, uh, let's see. Did, uh, he wrestled not too long ago on NXT. Did he? Yeah. Was it on the line though? 
Was it Lars? I think it was Lars. Well, anyways, it's just it, it's just way too early for it to take Goldie off his shoulders. You know, like he like to put it, Goldie. Velveteen yeah. will eventually be NXT champion. Maybe next I, I, next time around. This is this is the this is the moment for Velveteen to to go in though and show Triple H and everybody in the back that when you do finally put this belt on me, stop printing money. Start printing some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, not right now. Just it's just Chopper right now, man. Oh, just the things he can do, the things he, the, the directions you can go with him. It's just too much right now. Like even even if they just came back around and did a rematch at the next takeover with these guys, I just have to go with Chopper still. At least All right. Okay, he's going with the go of hills, Ryan. Again, I want to be wrong about what I'm about to say. I really do, honest to God. I have to go with the. I have to go with the dream. I the think dream, it's, baby. It's it's his moment, and I'm gonna say a few things, and hopefully you guys get why I'm saying this. Since Bobby Roode has won the NXT title, a lot of the championship reigns have not been long reigns. No yeah. one, I think, since Bobby Roode has held that belt more than six months. And like I said before, with the whole roster depleting on Monday Night Raw and Vince really needing some bodies, it the Ciampa-Gargano feud or partnership, whether, and I hope it's a DIY partnership if they do bring them up right now, would make great sense. Especially, like I said, Vince really needs the bodies. And plus, between now and Mania, we all have a feeling that Velveteen's going to get called up pretty soon. And his character is so uber over with the NXT crowd. Giving him a title run right now up until maybe Mania would be really good for his career, especially because, you know, as great of a wrestler as he is and as great as a character as he is, he is still relatively green, but with like Eddie said, the moment Vince gets his hands on him, they're going to print money with this kid. And I think it's probably better to give him the belt now, let him get his shine on, debut after Mania, get that humongous pop on whatever show he goes on, and maybe it's time to bring Chomp and Gargano up. They're super hot. You don't want them to cool off and the time to strike is soon, and they're in need of it. So I'm going with the dream, baby. All right, all right. We got a dream and we got a chomper. This one I actually am going to call, and I'm with Eddie on this one. I got to go with Mr. Tyson, man. I honestly am I'm loving what he's doing as a, as a heel with Goldie. Um, and honestly, I do want him to stay in NXT, and I think if he does lose against the dream, he's going to get called up and get buried. And damn it, I'm not ready to watch him get buried on Monday Night Raw yet. Yeah, I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to pull my shovel out on him yet. <laughs> There's many people I got the shovel in hand, but for Tommaso Ciampa, I actually got that motherfucker in the closet buried. I want to b- pull it out for him. No, it's not. And, and even if we do bear, have to bury him eventually, we gotta give him a golden shovel, man. We we gotta make it like special, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, there goes the four announced thus far matches. 
for War Games. It's going to be a special show, even if those are the only four matches. Well, apparently those are the only four matches. From- spoiler alert! Yeah, I said spoiler free. <laughs> ah, freaking! They, WWE spoiled it a long time ago. They already told us they're not going to give us Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. No, but next week on NXT. But uh, hey, I don't mind it. That means that all four matches will get extra time. Yeah. To tell a better story. Exactly. In the ring. I'm just hoping it's not an hour long event. Oh God, no, please. That would be horrible. Then that means that all four matches will be rushed. Yeah. I'm expecting at least two five cards, uh, five stars out of this card, man. At least two. At least. Oh, All right, guys. And um, we were speaking about shovels a little while ago. And uh, Codex Prime, actually, Victor, shout outs to them again. Uh, and Studio Headphones, by the way, just in case you guys don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Free shipping in the USA. Ha! Stop. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but it's about time to bury somebody. It's about time to bury some damn body. And uh, we had a horrible Monday Night Raw, so I'm pretty sure the angry member of the UNW is about to have a field day with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, have at it. Have at it. <laughs> oh, where do I begin? <laughs> uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm dumping cement on the Raw Tag Team Division. Oh, oh, poor guys, man. Like, oh, they open up the show brawling and then get decimated by one guy. Like, <laughs> again. Again. again, it's like, guys, at this point, man, you all just need to team up and just whoever comes out to, to bury you, just jump them, just to just, just shoot on them <laughs> at this point. Because, uh, but I'm burying Tamina Snooker. You, girl, have not improved. She's and I regressed. Yes, I, I said that in the thread. She has gone backwards. She was gassed within two minutes. I could, You could clearly see her gassed. Like, she's sweating. She's breathing heavy. She was... She, she botched timing on certain moves. She looked like she almost got ready to fall off the top rope when she went for the splash. Mm-hmm. It, it, the match just looked. She made Amber Moon look bad, and Amber Moon's good. That match, I, I watched that match, and I was just like, "What am, what am I watching? Like, like, oh, Superfly, please, clo- please, roll over in your grave. Don't watch this, because it, it was just, it, it was bad. And this, this girl has the pedigree and has been there long. Like, how long has Tamina been there? Like, plus five years now, at least." Now she's probably been more longer than that. Yeah, like she's she's been in and out for so many years. It's like uh, when you when you're out on injury, when you're out with nothing to do, are you not training? Are you not developing? What are you doing? Like your promos are trash. You on the mic is trash. Mm. Okay, I, I like you're on iconic level trash on the mic. And then whoa, 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 whoa. That's that's. That's pretty bad, bro. <laughs> if she had a high pitched voice, she'd be an iconic. Oh. And, but it's like watching that match, I was like, this girl's exhausted already two minutes in. I was like, no. And then watching her climb that top rope, she I'm watching her footing and she like forgot where to put her feet. 
She mm. looked like she was getting ready to fall off of it. And that was an ugly, yeah. ugly body splash. It just wasn't yeah. pretty at all. So, yeah, Tamina, man, uh, you're, you're buried. Even even if after what Nia did, you might be going down even like to the Mariana Trench buried with with Nia Jax, but right now you buried. And on SmackDown, man, my, my poor boy, Sienna Almas, I'm dumping cement on you, brother. Legal. Uh, I'm putting cement over you. This was a perfect chance to get him back into some notori- notoriety, get him on the SmackDown team, some fresh blood. But no, the you went with Jeff Hardy again. Why? Why? Jeff is a shell of himself. Okay? People aren't even selling his twist of fate anymore. Ugh. They're not even bothering to even attempt to sell the twist of fate anymore for him. It's like, and I'm a Jeff Hardy fan. It's just, that's another Hardy that just needs to hang it up already too, man. But for you to take that L, this was a perfect chance. The, Selena Vega was back. She could have cheated for him. She could have done something. No, you didn't even utilize her. Ugh. Yeah, I'm burying Amos again. I'm putting cement over his grave. I, I, I fear that it's going to take a long time for them to dig him back out. Uh, welcome to the graveyard, Sian Amos. Welcome to the graveyard. Yeah, Brian. Uh I'm going to start on SmackDown this time because I'm going to add the flowers to the gravesite of Armigo Andrade Cien Thomas. Dude, dude, like 11 months ago, you were having five-star matches with Johnny Gargano. You were the NXT champion. You were setting the wrestling world on fire. Now you're jobbing to Jeff Hardy. You're jobbing to Rey Mysterio. There is nothing in the plans right now for you at all. And it sucks to say that because you are such a damn good wrestler. But all this, my dude, I'm sorry. There's nothing more that I can say that Eddie didn't just say. You're buried. And, and you know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid with all it, it's like they're the, 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 the shy with the trigger because of Del Rio and Sin Cara. Hmm. I agree with that. 100%. I think they, I, I think they're so afraid of that right now. Um, for Raw, I've been waiting to do this for a while, like officially on the burials of the week. But Bobby Lashley, I'm sorry, <laughs> you should have one. You should have been the chosen one. You should be the one who everybody is amped up to see fight Brock Lesnar. You have a legitimate background in wrestling. You are a former military, Air Force. You are an MMA fighter with the record of, I think, 13 and 2 or 11 and 2, something like that. Mm. You should be the one. And us, as a show known as the Urban World Order, you know, us who celebrate people from all cultures, but especially Kyle, me and you being of African American descent. We look at you as a guy who should be the next legit black world heavyweight champion. You are bending over on Monday Night Raw having Leo Rush tell the world to look at your ass. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Like, where the hell did they go wrong? Like, 
and plus the fact that he requested to become a heel so he could fight Roman. <laughs> that doesn't help either. Like, what are they doing? Like, Bobby Lashley, don't get me wrong, Leo Rush, I think, as much as we crap on him about being annoying, he's doing his job. And because, and as a wrestler, I don't know if you guys watched 205 Live yet today, but the match, <laughs> the match him and Cedric put on today was fucking incredible. The dude has talent in the ring. Bobby Lashley, I don't know what they can do to salvage you right now. I'm sorry, you officially married. I thought he was. I thought he was going to start twerking or something. Oh (laughs) come on, man! (laughs) I was like, why? He's bending over. The man's 42 years old and looks better than half of the fucking roster. (laughs) What are you doing with this man? Like that's a joke. Oh, I, what's that, what's even worse is that when they were going over it backstage, he agreed to. He said yes, okay. <laughs> like, yes, I'll do it. Like, dude, look, when, we got, when we got on him about the duet, man, like this is. I didn't think he was gonna be able to top that. Hold my bear. <laughs> Hold my bear. <laughs> I know Carl Bird definitely listens to us. Shout out to Carl and the Codex Prime Boys. This one's for you, Carl. Sir, spread your cheeks and lift your sack. That's exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> you, if you ever watch Kill Me Softly, you totally understand that joke. That is, Bobby Lashley, what the fuck? I'm done. I'm done. Dude, you buried with your ass in the air. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then it's time for me. And um, my only problem with burying for Monday Night Raw is where the fuck do I begin? Um <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, this, this gotta be one that stand out before, uh, one that stands out. Dude, there wasn't even enough matches on there Raw. There wasn't, man. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know, my burial of, of the week for Monday Night Raw is the actual wrestling matches. We got three hours of Monday Night Raw with 45 minutes of action. What in the name of Impact Wrestling what the hell was they thinking? <laughs> they did not... This is not Raw 1000 in, in the uh, old Madison Square Garden where, you know, all the fans are paying hundreds of dollars. Like, yeah, we're going to have some nostalgia here. And then they got to see an Undertaker interview, a DX uh, promo, and you got to watch Raw on a big screen TV, but pay $400 to get into the building. <laughs> this was that type of Monday Night Raw. It started off with Becky, excuse me, started off with Ronda Rousey coming and interrupting Stephanie McMahon and Braun Strowman to save their promo, which was falling off drastically because the whole <laughs> don't touch Braun, don't touch him, Braun gimmick was going on. And it just went downhill from there. I mean, the entire show was just as bad as as Baron Corbin taking that side suplex from Ronda Rousey. Because not only did he <laughs> no-sell it, but he took it wrong. So it just looks horrible. It looked terrible. Uh, let's, just, let's just end it at that. That Monday Night Raw was horrible. And it cost us the best match of Survivor Series at that. On top of being bad, it cost us the only good thing going into Survivor Series. <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right. And um, oh. yeah, that about, that about sums up. Even even the Ruby Riot thing, when she, you know, the, the whole 
trying to get the more heat on her. Even that was done in poorly, man. That was just bad. I mean, <laughs> that was just a horrible episode of Raw. JoJo could have posed butt naked in the middle of the ring, and that's probably that would have saved the show. I'm not gonna lie. That maybe I'm going a little bit too far there. But anyway, <laughs> Bobby Lashley got to talking about ass. And then you would just ruin a moment with that. Like, like I just had in my head with them reminding me that Bobby Lashley. That's why that's why you just can't help but laugh at him. It's like of all the asses you could have bent over on TV, you gave us fucking Bobby Lashley. Oh man. Like you could have JoJo drop the mic. Let me pick this up. And the show would have been high rate, high ratings. And all right, and then we're gonna go over to SmackDown. And I and the reason I'm let me get the reasoning out after I tell you who I'm burying because it's going to make sense. Okay, I am going to bury the same person that got buried last week, that being Daniel Bryan. And everybody's like, "Well, Daniel Bryan won the heavyweight championship." How is he getting buried? I know that's going through your head right now. Here's the answer. Who is he fighting on Sunday? (laughs) (laughs) I would like y'all to remember that he now has to take about 32 suplexes onto that often injured noggin of his. He's got to be the little, uh, the, 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 the David to the WWE's Goliath that they're going to force down our throat. He's got to go into that ring with a man who really, not not K-Fab, but really split open Randy Orton with elbows because he fucking felt like it. Now, if this man is one concussion away from being a vegetable, and, and you've got to go in there with Brock Lesnar and get thrown around the ring for 10 minutes and then they're five and lose because we all know that it's in his contract. He's not going to lose this damn match. So, any uh, spoiler alert, guys. Brock Lesnar's going to beat Daniel Bryan. But anyway, um, <laughs> and that, and 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 it's almost as if WWE is playing a horrible joke on AJ Styles. Like you're, you look so spectacular in your title run that we have given you absolutely nothing. You're going to lose it three days, four days before a pay per view, and you're going to lose it to a guy who's about to lose his life. <laughs> Go make it happen, AJ. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that, but no, that is that has been my like. I am a Daniel Bryan fan. Okay, we had this man after he announced that he was not going to crown Jewel. Done. Yeah. Buried. Yeah. Okay. We here at UWO said Daniel Bryan, Sayonara. and then you put the title on him. But then right afterwards, I wasn't even excited for his title win. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> because my first thought was, can his head take German suplexes from Brock Lesnar for 10 fucking minutes? <laughs> Is he? I'm like, I'm, it's like, seriously, it's like three months ago, Daniel Bryan was on the shelf because one bump on the head can put him in a wheelchair. And now he has to go into a match with a guy who who has three moves: a punch in the face, yep, suplex, 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 and an F five. Like 
and then like you pointed out, Kyle, he is one man that if you do something wrong in the ring, he gets angry and will legitimately hit you. Yeah. We saw what he did to to Braun Strowman when Braun Strowman fucked up. He legit will try to KO punch him. Yeah, lead him and then punch him in the side of the face. Like he legit went for him. So it's like it's like we're gonna give you the title DB, but it also comes with a wheelchair <laughs> and a ramp. And I'm sorry, and this is gonna sound bad. But the first image that went through my head when I realized that it was going to be Daniel Bryan, and, and I understand that the Yes movement, they want to see Daniel Bryan win the belt back there. Yeah, you got what you wanted. But here's the reality of the situation. What you have just given us again is Zach Gowen getting thrown down the damn steps in the arena. Because this <laughs> man is not... <laughs> you know? At least... It went through my head when he won the belt. Like, like why? 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 And then, to, and then to have him turn heel. Oh yeah, Daniel Bryan is gonna look really Billy Badass going in there, looking, <laughs> looking like a vein on Brock Lesnar's fucking arm, and we're gonna have to buy out the belief that he's gonna somehow beat all the defy all the odds and beat this fucking freak of fucking nature in the ring. <laughs> After this man just went through Braun Strowman, like 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 I understand that was a little outside of the fairies, but. He just squashed Braun Strowman. He squashed <laughs> the squasher. He, and now he flung going around to... a guy that literally is seven, eight times bigger than Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yes, man. Literally. This, it, you, it's like the first five rows of the arena are all going to be wearing catcher's mitts. Uh, and, and, because I, they're going to be catching body parts of Daniel Bryan flying at the fucking ring. Guys, guys, yo, listen, man. There better be some sensu beans on the side of that ring, man. This <laughs> motherfucker needs Goku. He <laughs> needs Ultra Instinct and everything. <laughs> oh my god, that's like that's what I mean. That's my first thought. I'm watching the internet blow up with like Daniel Bryan's champion. Daniel Bryan just turned heel. Facebook's like, oh my god, Daniel Bryan's relevant again. And I'm like, but he, but Sunday. <laughs> what do you mean he's relevant again? He has to fight Brock Lesnar on Sunday. Like, we know the, we we know wrestling is scripted. We know wrestling is is choreographed. But for fuck's sake, man, Daniel Bryan's head can't take fucking twenty plus German suplexes. Did you say WWE is scripted? Huh? It's still real to me, damn it! It's gonna be really fucking real this Sunday. <laughs> Where Brie Bella has to carry her husband in and out of the ring. Oh. At least Brie Bella's gonna have something a uh, reason to come back on TV now. She's gonna oh. have to wheel, push the wheelchair. Oh man. Botch mode, you better hope that karma doesn't come around and I'm praying it doesn't. Oh my I I, I really <laughs> hope that they have been like super nice to Brock Lesnar. Like if I was Daniel Bryan, I would like buy him dinner the night before, pay for his hotel and his flight and everything. Just to make sure Brock takes it easy when throwing me. I got to say this about Brock, though. After purposely um, busting open Randy Orton, and we don't know if that was planned between them two or not. We just know that it caused a lot of backstage heat between Brock and Jericho. No, um, it was planned. It was planned. Okay. But I got to say that this hasn't really been too many injuries in his matches. He's really been taking it easy on guys. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's a good worker. Like, like as much as we look at him as like a beast and the way he chucks people around, like we a lot of people forget. But, especially wait, wait, guys. Brock can still wrestle. 
Mm-hmm. It's still Daniel Bryan's fragile ass fucking head and neck. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you see how he threw around the Singh brothers? Oh my god. Did we not see one of those Singh brothers literally land on the back of his fucking neck? Dude, like every suplex he landed on the head. Yeah, he actually threw Braun Strowman out of the ring with an F five. I, I just can't, and I, and I want to say this, and I want to say this in all in, in 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 all due respect, but I just want to see how far he can throw Daniel Bryan. Because if you really want to find out, know what I mean? how far he threw the money in the bank? Like he broke the LED screen from the ringside. I, I just want to see if he can top that record. This man is going to coast. He's going to coast to coast German suplex Daniel Bryan. <laughs> You know what I just thought of when you said that? You guys ever remember the video of, of uh, Bam Bam Bigelow taking Spike Dudley in ECW and oh, just I running? Oh, I watched it live. Yeah, like he just ran and chucked him into the crowd, and the crowd crowd surfed him. Yeah. They should do Brian on Sunday. On Sunday, that would be awesome. Well, we're talking about oh. a WWE audience and the participation of Brock Lesnar matches. This probably just gonna let Daniel Bryan hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> And then on top of that, we we got heel versus heel. Yeah. Which it's going to backfire on WWE because Daniel Bryan is going to be. He, he, I frankly, I know people get on the yes movement. And, oh my God, we're so tired of it. But frankly, I think he's gonna he's gonna turn into Becky Lynch. People are going to cheer Daniel Bryan. He's going to be a tweener, and that that fits perfectly for Daniel Bryan at this point. Well, Let him you be know. A we know that the uh, yes movement isn't going to let him go full hell. They always, yeah. do. I mean, and, and I'm a Roman fan, and I know everybody in their minds has the, the reason that they don't like Roman Reigns. But mine, mine has always been that Royal Rumble that Roman has won, and I'm blaming it all securely on the yes movement. The yes movement is like the beehive, man. <laughs> you know that? I'll say this: I've been watching Daniel Bryan back in the yeah. day, and he was uh, Brian Danielson in the Ring of Honor era. And as a heel in Ring of Honor, if you've never watched him as a heel, he is such an asshole. But he is so good at being a heel. Like, from what I heard, like, I guess the call for him to even turn into a heel happened on Tuesday. On Oh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Like, he had a deal for a while now to say he wants to go heel. And, you know, they actually agreed on giving him the title, supposedly. Obviously, all this has already happened. But supposedly they already agreed to giving him the title on Saturday and that Brian's been really pushing this heel gimmick. And luckily for him, it all happened at one time. So maybe this could be a resurgence for uh, Daniel Bryan's character on SmackDown. But will he be walking? <laughs> that is the good question. <laughs> yeah. well, will he be walking or will he be pushed around by Brie Bella? And can I get my, um, my out of nowhere moment for this week, though? Sure. Where the fuck did Samoa Joe go? You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> we're just going to fuck Samoa Joe for doing some of the best work of his career in this feud with AJ Styles and just say, you know what? You know what? You're, you're going to crown Jewel and uh, AJ, excuse me, in Daniel Bryan's space. But you're going to go to not get the belt so we can give it to Daniel fucking Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was all fella. Oh, man. You imagine tomorrow? Nakamura was probably sitting back like, dude, I'm the one that came up with the punch him in the balls. That's the mistake. He kept punching him in the balls. Brian just kicked him in it. See, but a lot of people don't realize that's the same way AJ Styles won his championship. 
by kicking the balls right That's right. That's the same way he he got into the Brock Lesnar match the first time by winning the title right before Survivor Series. Oh, oh! See, you see, UWO, we do our homework, people. All right, we we don't just talk this shit. We know this shit. All right, we know shit. <laughs> that is the difference between myself as as you know. I, I'm I'm more of the casual guy, but I bring these two experts with me. Damn it! <laughs> we know our shit. We all do. Oh man, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and move on now because uh, we still got a few things to cover. Um, that being, let's get on to the American Nightmares knees. Brian, what you got to say about it, man? Uh, I I hope this isn't, isn't something that's seriously like gonna screw Cody up because I think honestly, my opinion is still hasn't changed. I think that you know the elite are gonna be coming to WWE pretty soon. Don't know how soon. Hopefully, it's after Mania. I think this is something that Cody needs to get taken care of ASAP. You know, I know he has to, if if they're coming to WWE, he's going to have to drop the belt at New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom in January. Hopefully it gives him enough time to, like, recoup, rehab his knee, um, get himself ready with whatever decision he makes, whether he comes to WWE or not. I think it's best for him to take his time, heal up, because he's doing the best work of his career right now. And mm-hmm. it would be a shame for a serious injury – to you know, linger for so or injury to linger so long that it becomes serious that you know it, it messes up with his money. Because when you're hot in pro wrestling, especially right now, when there's so much good wrestling all around the world, not just in WWE. I know we focus on WWE a lot, but New Japan got their shit going on. Ring of Honor has been killing it consistently for years. Lucha Underground's a great product, even though it's very hard to find. Impact yeah. is making waves. Yeah in pro wrestling again like they're not blowing up but they're making some waves again in pro wrestling and i'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, wait 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 i'm sorry to, to stop you impact um, impact not even impact making a slight ripple <laughs> it's something uh, it's i'm something. sorry right. i'm sorry but i'm telling you what man impact impact is that that like you got a nice summer breeze going and that person in front of you who farted all right you just make <laughs> all of that good stuff that's going on, and then you give it us the show that can't even keep a network contract. They, they got impact, matches impact. that are really good. But overall, I mean, it's not a great product. I'm not watching. I'm. I won't be watching it on Thursdays. Like if if something good comes across, I'll check it out. Like Sammy Callahan's really consistent out there. He's still got Penta in Phoenix. Uh, Cage is starting to make a name for himself, but. I mean, like they, they still, they trust me. They need as much help as Monday Night Raw does. But I got, I got, I got a question for you, though, Brian. Sure. Who? <laughs> Man, impacts that one family member. You check in on every now and then, and make sure they're alive, but you just really don't associate with at all. Like, uh, what what about you about to molest the uncle, man? <laughs> You're sitting at home at 10 o'clock at night, bored out of your mind on Thursday, and you're flicking through channels, and you just happen to stop there for about five, ten minutes, and then you start changing Impact it again. Impact insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> Impact that warm glass of milk. It's, it's such a hard watch. I, they're, they're just as bad as Raw is, man. They, they're such whoa, a hard watch. Whoa, 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 whoa. Raw may be bad, but it's not that bad, man. <laughs> Bobby Lashley's ass. That's all I gotta say. Stop bringing that up. 
shouldn't have never happened. <laughs> Yo, somebody needs to give us back like pyro or blood or something because after Bobby's last ass, man, like you got to make it up to us, Vince. Something, give us something back. Hardcore title, please. Something, anything. We'll take scraps. Not Bobby Lashley. Why does that keep? Oh man, I might just hashtag that in the episode description for this week. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> hashtag twenty. Oh man, can somebody? Can we like give give our listeners something positive to take out of that? Like I don't know. Uh, think about uh, shit. I can't. I can't. You you ruined it. <laughs> Things you cannot unsee. I brought up a goddess like JoJo posing in the middle of the ring, and then you brought up Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, you brought up a goddess. We brought up a quote unquote Greek god posing in the middle of the ring. The only difference uh, ass was up in the air. Uh, <laughs> that's that's one of those moments where I wish Leo Rush was just on the on the mic, Lashley. <laughs> Oh man, just imagine if you had a dance break. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. First of all, hashtag give our truth a chance. All right. <laughs> That's our truth, man. Oh, all right, guys. Uh, we got to actually get on something. Um, something. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm, some of you guys may know, a lot of you guys don't know. UWO, we've been around for a while now, well, two months approximately, give or take, probably three. Um, actually, it's more like three. But anyway, uh, it's about time that we actually are going to close out this year. Well, not close out the year, just get the damn awards done. We're going to get some awards right out out there. Uh, UWO Awards. Very prestigious, by the way, damn it. You're not actually going to get a trophy. You're not going to get any prize money sponsors and or recognition outside of the UWL. But, damn it, you'll be an award winner. <laughs> you get a tweet. All right. And uh, we've actually compiled a list of um, our awards, which we will be giving out uh, in two weeks. Next week's going to be our super uh, podcast with the Codex Prime. Um, and in two weeks, we're actually going to have an award show. Uh, next week, I uh, somehow will get a plug-in that we'll get our uh, nominees uh, ready for each award. But our award topics are as such. Uh, and without the, just just the key thing is, um, I'll give up a topic. Maybe uh, we can get Brian and Eddie to actually chime in with someone who comes to mind with it. All right, before we and these aren't officials, just someone who comes to mind. Um, and number one would be a breakout star. Eddie, go. Yes. Breakout star. Nice. Drew McIntyre. Brian. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with Buddy Murphy. Oh. Well, Ooh. since you took uh, Drew McIntyre for me, I'm going to take Mustafa Ali for both of you guys. All right. Ooh. And then we got Rookie of the Year, Brian. Uh, I, I kind of want to go, even though I know she debuted a little, little bit um, last year. I'm going to go with Bianca Belair. Nice. Nice. Eddie. Yes. Rookie of the year. Ooh. 
tough one for me, but I would have to go Blazer. Nice. Shayna yeah. Blazer. Like, yeah. She's the, for MMA girls, she's the best one out of all of them. Head, head, head and shoulders. All right. I'm going to go Ronda Rousey. Mm. Uh, then we got most improved, Eddie. Most improved. comes to mind, not official. Cien Almas. You just buried him. From what he. <laughs> but no. Well, I'm talking about from what he was. <laughs> The fedora, wearing a fedora, coming out with you know, oh, the suspenders man, so on and all that. that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a changing around to what he is, you know, what his character, what his character is, not where he, you know, slayed it right now, where he's okay. positioned. Right. Velveteen Dream. <laughs> I say it like that. And always make sure you're wearing some pants. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And mine's actually the guy that he said that too, Lars Sullivan. Ooh. Uh, and then we got tag team of the year. Oh my goodness! And we're talking about how, how about we just expand outside of WWE as well for this one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can throw anybody. We can throw anybody. All right, all right, Eddie. Tag yeah. team of the year, man. The Bucks. If we're going outside of WWE, I'm going right? Bucks. I, I think that might actually be a winner. I I might go with the Bucks too. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna go just to piss Eddie off with the revival. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Best face of the year. <laughs> and we got to go with Brian first on this one. Up until last week, I kinda wanna go with Gargano for what he's done throughout the year. That guy got pops everywhere he went, and the place used to go like game shit for him. All right, Eddie. Yeah, until until recently, it was Gargano. He was the he's the next ultra baby face. You know, on the main roster, he's that next you know super baby face that everybody loves. All right, all right. I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Best hill of the year, Eddie. Touch a muscle chopper. Brian is the <laughs> purpose of asking. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, guys, we got to actually not include him on that award because how <laughs> <I> easily <laughs> is. <laughs> He's taking the millennial award. All right. Uh, best event of the year, Brian. I'm going to go all in. Nice. Eddie? Oh, for me, all in and Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, SummerSlam because the man, the big dog, won the heavyweight champion, the universal, sorry, championship title. (laughs) Again, guys, these aren't the real awards. We're just throwing off the top of our heads. What's the uh, universal? Uh, the best brand of promotion, Eddie. Best brand promotion outside of WWE. Okay. Going to New Japan. They're on the come. Brian, two or five. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I I might have to say NXT. 
NXT. All right. Um, I actually like Jay Lethal. I'm going Ring of Honor. And that, but again, guys, these are just ideas. We're not going to explain to you guys the process of how we're going to pick our winners. Just know that there is a process for how we're going to pick our winners. All right. Then we have, um, and these are just examples, just for, just for the record. Again, these are not the final awards. These are just examples. Uh, female star of the year. Is there even a purpose of asking this question? Uh, Eddie? <laughs> no. The uh, man herself. I might have to go with Shayna Baszler. It's for the whole year. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, I say for the amount of work that she put in to get to the place where she's at, I'm going with the man herself as well. But <laughs> um, all right, then you have the best male star of the year, uh, guys. I got a big surprise tonight, Eddie. Best male star of the year, Seth Ooh, Rollins. Nice. Monday Night Raw without Rollins, it's a, it'd be it'd be a dumpster fire. It'd be the Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, man, we, <laughs> Brian, I hate to sound like the Mark, but Kenny Omega. Uh, okay, guys, take a while. Get some who mine was. Oh, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. <laughs> Brian. Go ahead, Roman Reigns. You got it. Get out of here, Brian. <laughs> I just want a big bag of nothing. All right, guys. Uh, we we have two more. Um, one being the biggest botch of the year. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe we got this as an award. <laughs> the biggest botch of the year. Why would we not have this as an award? That's our. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Brie Bella. <laughs> what? Which one, anything, man? anything, <laughs> exactly, anything. Brie Bella. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going with her. I'm going with her. Suicide. All right, and Brian, Titus World Slide. That's mine too, man. <laughs> just slide around the world. <laughs> that is the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Fuck the creation oh. of peanut butter. Fuck sliced bread. Titus sliding under the ring is the greatest thing ever. Oh, that was gonna be mine too, man. <laughs> oh wait, wait. All right, you can have that one. Oh, I, I, I won't say this because I was. It was about to come out wrong. But Bobby Lashley's ass. There you go. Stop! <laughs> it's back. Damn right, it's back. Stop! <laughs> All right, what about match of the year? Ooh, match of the year. That one, guys, whoa, 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 whoa. That one, that one, that one. I really don't think we should give the audience ideas on that one because we have some ones that they're probably not going to be thinking of. I can make a list of 20 right now this year alone that could I win that. I can make a list of like 20. I put it in our little behind the scenes thing. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Ooh, you think we probably won't win that you think is a long shot that we could throw out there as a little tease? Okay, a long shot to win it? Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Bang! <laughs> we said long shot, not no chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Roman Reigns, Ginger Mahal. 
We said long shot, not a favorite. <laughs> oh man, uh, can we go? Can we go, Jeff Hardy's in Jamal? <laughs> oh, when he completely missed the uh, whisper in the wind and then Jinder. <laughs> Man, I, I I I don't have one off the top of my head. I'm like trying to think which which Champa Gargano match should I pick? Um, because truthfully, like which which takeover event should I pick from NXT? Fuck, man! Like, yeah, I, I don't got one for that one, man. That was a thinker. All right. Um... Like, I gotta I gotta sit down and watch some NXT events all over again because. I ain't got one from the main roster, man. This is all gonna come from NXT for me. I, I got a long shot, but I think it for what it was this year and where I think the, the brand is going, I'm gonna go Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy in that street fight. That match was awesome, but there are so many other matches I think that are way better than that. But that match, if you haven't watched it, it's definitely worth giving a shot. I I that might have been during my two oh five live um boycott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not that I watch 205 now, so you know what I mean. I couldn't really tell you anything that's going on in 205 live. I'm lying my ass off. I actually am enjoying the program. <laughs> there, I said it. I'm enjoying it. Okay, you guys converted. Come to the dark side. We have cookies and punch. <laughs> All right, guys. But uh, we are actually going this week. We are going to skip. Damn it, no, we're not. Let's do it. Uh, I can't do it. I just want to be right to do it without this. We got to get final answer, man. Um, Eddie, damn it, get it done. Uh, WWE, why did you give us the shit that you gave us on Monday? For fuck's sake, I was literally watching the show wondering who the fuck is writing this shit. <laughs> From the second the fucking program aired, I watched there was a train wreck going on in the ring. Then you added Braun Strowman. Then that promo, I'm not some meatbag. Oh, Stephanie McMahon. Okay, Baron Corbin. Oh, what the? Bobby Lashley's ass. Yes, it's back again. <laughs> the only good thing I got to say is God bless the man, Becky Lynch, in the last 10 minutes. Nia Jax, I, I, I was a fan, but I, I don't oh, like you anymore. come on. Oh, uh, no, man. She cost us, she cost us <laughs> the main event. She hurt the man. Like, no. But WWE, what the fuck? If you, like, are you purposely giving us this shit? Is this is, is this on purpose? Uh, uh, is this a vendetta? Are we not buying enough merchandise in the world? Are we not doing enough? Vince, are you mad at us? Because that episode of Raw was like, literally, I am mad at you guys. This is what you're going to get. Uh... Even the Saudi Arabians got something Wait better. Wait a minute. 
Way better, way better, way better. They got the return of Shawn Michaels. I don't want to get back into that. Go ahead. <laughs> the United Kingdom got the return of yeah. Kurt Angle. We got Bobby Lashley's ass. Mm. All right. Um, so, uh, Brian. Yes, sir. Rant on, Ranta. All right. Well, uh, as Kyle told us a couple weeks ago, we've all got our own little nicknames. Uh, you know, Kyle's the hater, Eddie's the angry one, and I got the philosopher. So what I'm going to do, so do is I'm going to give you guys something to think about. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I just want you to think about these really clearly. WWE, Vince loves to troll the fans, doesn't he? Vince McMahon is one of those guys that likes to pull the rug out from under us. When we think we got something, he likes to fuck with us. So what does it, what does it tell us that what occurred on Monday before he's giving help what if Becky Lynch getting punched in the face by Nia Jax was a work? I know it sounds crazy, but think of these little things. Number one, who in all the years that we've watched professional wrestling, and me over 30, I'm assuming you guys over 30 as well, have we ever seen someone throw a punch so direct, so accurate, and so forceful at somebody unless it was jealousy? Becky Lynch getting busted open. Usually when something like that occurs, referees are all over ringside. There were no referees. If it was a concussion protocol and you've seen something wobbly, especially nowadays in sports, first thing WWE do would probably stop what's going on in a match. No referees ever came. Aside from the YouTube replay, WWE always blurs out blood. On the SmackDown recap, the blood was there. Who controls wrestlers' Twitters? WWE has access to them. Do you think nowadays that they'd be posting photos of a superstar bloodied up, let alone a female? Let alone a female who, quote-unquote, suffered a broken face and, quote-unquote, severe concussion. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it take Vince McMahon to pull Nia Jackson, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair, because they're all in the building that night, Hold them aside. Offer Becky Lynch some money. Say, hey, instead of doing the match between you and Ronda, because, Becky, you are so hot right now, I see dollar signs. Dollar signs that can make everybody money. We put used to at the main event. How do we do that? We work a legitimate injury. And for people who don't think about this too much, and Kyle, you brought it up earlier a lot, Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar, as much as we all thought it was a shoot, it was legitimately at work and agreed upon it. The only people who knew about it at that time were Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, and Vince McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, just something to think about. It could be a work. Oh, thanks a lot, Mr. Paul Heyman, putting that little thought in our heads. right? <laughs> oh, man. Or was it a work? You will never know. Oh, nice, nice, Brian. Nice work, guys. Uh, my final rant is actually um, not wrestling related, but only because I mean I could uh, go wrestling, but uh, right now I got to make this like 
really, really quick. Um, anyway, <laughs> because we are running, we are like way over time. Um, my final rant goes to the people who made my favorite candy, that being Sour Patch Kids. Love the candy, love the candy. But who the fuck thought it would be a good idea to make it a cereal? All right, <laughs> I don't picture putting milk on my fucking Sour Patch Kids. No, I'm just kidding. That's not really my rant. Um, I- <laughs> Wait, is that a real thing? It really is a real thing that's coming out. Um, but anyway, <laughs> no, my final rant is more um, more geared toward, I should say, uh, whoever decides who gets called up and who doesn't get called up. There's been a few questionable call-ups. Um, one, one that comes to mind, No Way Jose. Um, I... Crap! Why can I not think of his name? The, the half of the B team. Um, oh, Bo Dallas. Dallas. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bo Dallas. Um. Uh. These are people who you knew when they come up. They were going to be like they get a reaction for being there. You know, the surprise reaction, the shock reaction. Then two weeks later, you're not going to have any reaction, and you're still going to have a roster full of people down at NXT that deserve to come up. Off the top of my head. I would, and I've said this before, and I'm gonna say it again, damn it. I would love to see Ricochet in the ring with Seth Rollins. I would love to see uh, Adam Cole with with I don't know, AJ Styles. You know what I mean? There are so many more deserving talents than somebody who just comes to the ring with the trainer people on a gimmick that didn't work the first time you did it. So you got a worse wrestler to do it again, dancing and twerking and shaking his ass to merengue salsa. I don't know what kind of music it is that he's dancing to, but damn it, it was fucking terrible that you even would even think that the WWE fans who paid good money to watch his show would want to see this. I won't say he's no talent, but in that gimmick, it's pretty hard to find talent wrestler in the ring when you have a whole roster of people who are really, really, really thriving and NXT, and I really, really don't want them to come up because you're going to bury them, but if it means that they're going to make more payment, and damn it, they are busting their ass for that minimum. Do you have four, off the top of my head, five-star matches from NXT to compare to how many from the main roster? Think about it. And they're making less money. Damn it, fire whoever the hell is calling up these damn wrestlers and actually put some damn talent on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown so that we can actually get a good show that we don't have to complain about on our podcast every other damn week. But and at the same time, I would like to thank the person who was having us complain every other week because it's giving us something new on Wednesday night. Now, <laughs> that was my final shit. <laughs> Figure it out your damn selves, all right? <laughs> and I don't want to put milk on Sour Patch Kids. All right. All right, guys, we got to sign up. All right. So, so for Eddie Ortiz, for Brian Lopes, and for everybody who does not eat Hawaiian pizza, you guys <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> uh, let- Bobby Lash's ass. <laughs> <laughs>